0: Hey Mamas! In today's Built to Birth podcast, Jerianne, mama of two, shares with us her two unique birth experiences. Her first, having an unplanned induction with an epidural, and her second birth, a home birth, that she didn't plan on having till she was 34 weeks pregnant. Neither of Ann's births were how she thought they would go, and they definitely weren't in her plans, but she shares with us how she wouldn't change either of them, and how she found so much strength in both experiences. If you are uncertain about how to handle change when it comes to pregnancy and birth and trying to figure out how to have an empowering birth amidst changed and unknowns, you are going to love Jerry Ann's birth story. If you're looking for a childbirth education course to help you have a healthier, happier, and easier birth, make sure you get my Built to Birth online course that provides the building blocks for an empowering birth experience. You can find the link to that in this podcast show notes. Also, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and then write a review of the Built to Birth podcast so that whatever podcast platform you're on knows to share this with other mamas who need to hear these empowering birth stories. So let's hop into Ann's birth story. Well, Ann, I'm so excited to have you on the Built to Birth podcast, and I can't wait to hear your Two very different birth experiences. Um, yes. So why don't we just hop right in and start sharing, hearing a little bit about um, your birth experience? So why don't we start with your first birth and share us just a few of the like big details um, about yeah. your birth experience for for your first son?
1: Yeah. So my husband Zachary and I found out we were pregnant with Asher, and he just had like a really super normal pregnancy. Um, mm-hmm. We were very blessed. It was just super, there was nothing, no big deals. Um, I was like somewhat naturally minded then. Um, like I uh, I knew that I didn't want to be induced if I didn't have to be. And mm-hmm. um, like I knew I wanted to do some things like, like delayed cord, cord clamping and things like that. But I pretty much went into the mindset of ha- giving birth to him thinking that I would pretty much definitely have an epidural. Like I was just mm-hmm. like, well, I'm going to have an epidural. I, I don't think I can do that. You know? Yeah. Um, but I had a, just a really awesome uh, doctor who was actually a friend of mine um, who I, I, I jokingly say, she's kind of like the midwife of doctors. Like she huh. just, she just is so loving and uh, just such a wonderful woman and she, um, she just really respected all of my birth choices and anything that I wanted to do. And mm-hmm. people even more naturally minded than me, like she was just super on board with all of it. Um, so I went, I think, four days over, like past my due date with Asher. Um, mm-hmm. I did have to have towards the end of my pregnancy with him, like quite a few um, non-stress tests done uh, just because okay. I was having like low fluid levels. Uh, low amniotic fluid. So they were having me do like twice a week uh, non-stress tests. And I was like, I really don't want to be induced if I don't have to, just because Mm -hmm. I was, um, I was scared of having a longer labor than I needed to, or, um, or, you know, I just knew some of the complications that could come with being induced or a Mm C-section or just things. I wanted to avoid that kind of thing if Mm -hmm. I was able to. Um, So we, We were waiting as long as possible, and it was four days past my due date, and I woke up that morning, and I lost my mucus plug, um, Mm. which I was like, ah, that's weird. (laughs) Like something's Um, happening. (laughs) Yes, what is this? Uh, I had been doing all of the things. I had been bouncing on my little birth ball and um, just doing all of that. Um, mm-hmm. But nothing else was happening except for that I was ble- I was bleeding, like actively bleeding some. Mm. So I called my doctor. Um, is he okay? Can you hear him, like baby snoring? Or are you? No, he's today?
0: great. He's he's so <laughs> cute. It's perfect. <laughs> Thank you.
1: <laughs> he's so, fun. Um, so I called my doctor and I was like, um, you know, is this normal that I'm bleeding? And she's like, well, your water may have broken or mm-hmm. uh, might be leaking. So why don't you go up to the hospital and have them check you out and I was like okay I, I like I I didn't feel any trickle or any gush or anything I haven't really felt anything but we'll go ahead. So we yeah. took all of our bags up to the hospital and they were like I don't think so but okay we'll check you and mm-hmm. they swabbed me and sure enough my there was amniotic fluid. So wow um, okay and and I was I was really surprised by that and I was kind of bummed because I was like well I just kind of wanted to wait for the onset mm-hmm. of contractions and knowing what I know now, I may have been able to, like, say, I want to wait a little while or, Mm. um, because I, I mean, I had, I was not dilated at all. Mm. I was hardly effaced. Like, I was just, Mm. my body had not really done any kind of, like, work. Yeah. Preparation. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but they said that your fluid levels are already low and we don't want to send you home. We're just going to go ahead and give you some cervadil and, mm-hmm. um, it's just sort of soften your cervix. They gave it to me orally cause I was, had the fluid leaking. Mm-hmm. Um, and they said that they were just going to wait a while and then they would start ptosis. So I was like, okay, you know, I didn't know what to say or what to, to, how to advocate for myself, but I was just mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm ready for this baby to come anyways. Um, yeah. so they induced me, um, They gave me the Cervidilla in the morning and then at 5.30 in the afternoon they gave me, they just started me on a Pitocin drip. And i mean, automatically like from Mm. that Pitocin, like I just had very, very intense contractions, like Mm. just right away. Um, And I was kind of shocked by them and they were very, very close together almost Mm. immediately, just really like super intense.
0: Um, yeah. with
1: the, with the Pitocin. Um, and so other than that, I mean, it was, it was, it wasn't any kind, no, no horror story or anything like that. I yeah. just had really uh, onset of contractions very quickly, um, very intense and very close together. So I, yeah. I got my epidural and that went well enough, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And it was only five hours from like when they started Pitocin to when he came. Wow! Um, so it happened really, really quickly. And I'm thinking, you know, that's probably just because of the Pitocin I learned with this one. It was not because of the Pitocin is because I have babies fast. Apparently. Um, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But, um, so I, I only pushed for, I think around 20 minutes with him. Um, Mm. and, and I mean, for what I wanted and what I, what I knew and what I was expecting, it was really beautiful. Like I had, I had a, uh, a great experience with him. Um, the postpartum with him was what was really, really difficult, um, mm. both physically and mentally, mm. I would say. Um, I tore really terribly with him, mm. with Asher. And yeah. um, just almost immediately after having him, I just was extremely anxious. Like, mm. And it was from that, at the onset of, I had some uh, some pretty serious, like, postpartum anxiety with Mm. him um and I think after doing some research and you know there's no way for me to know for sure 100% like why it could have been so many things I was a first-time mom and and all Mm. of that but I I really felt like how fast my body was pushed into labor and how Mm. like I felt like I was, I was there for something that was happening to me, but I wasn't really experiencing it, if that makes mm. sense at all. Yeah, totally. Um, and I just really felt like my, my brain and my hormones just never really caught up to that, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Um, yeah. And I, I just think that um, like I just wasn't re- able to respond naturally to like this really significant event that had happened. Yeah. And then mm. on top of that, you know um, – being a first time mom, like in the hospital system, like it was a couple of days we were there and then we were sent home and I had all these questions and mm. uh, breastfeeding was really, really, really hard for us and we weren't able to do it. And I had a lot of like just um, things that I had expected to go one way that just didn't. Um, yeah. And, you know, mom guilt
0: <laughs> is course, just a, yeah. a crazy,
1: crazy, terrible thing. Um, mm. And so I just, I had a, a lot of uh, just a hard time, healing physically I felt like I got hit by a bus afterwards Mm. you know and then mentally I just it it was a really rough couple of first months it was beautiful and I'm just think I was of course thankful for my son Mm. and thankful to be a mom um and thankful that even in all of that you know God is good and and he provided for me in in ways with my family and my friends like looking back just ways that I might not have seen in that moment but um Mm. He was providing for us, and we got through it. Um, but knowing what I know now, I—that's the only part that I wish I would have had a different, maybe, experience that yeah. um, that led that I believe led up to that. Hmm. But that was our story yeah. with our Asher. So, so for a mom who. Which
0: I think that story is encouraging of your induction um, because, you know, I think most moms go into it feeling like, oh, this for sure is going to be long and very challenging. And so to hear stories that are like, well, it doesn't necessarily have to be that way. What would you say you would like encourage moms who are facing an induction that maybe they weren't planning on having? um, What encouragement would you give them or some kind of advice?
1: I would say that um, every experience, particularly with birth, I think is just so different from person to person. It's easy to Mm -hmm. like latch on to a horror story and just Mm -hmm. think that that's going to be for you. And that just, I mean, it wasn't the case for me. I don't think it has to be that way for a lot of people. And I think induction in a lot of medically necessary cases is really a beautiful gift to us Mm -hmm. that we're, that, that, that that's, that that's able to happen to keep mom safe and and baby safe. And and in our case, you know, that very well could have been, you know, a safety precaution for us. Um, and like I said, I mean, other than it just being really intense from the start and needing that pain, that help with that relief, I, Mm. um, it was a beautiful experience for me. You know, I was able, I had my husband there. I had my mom there. I had my mother-in-law there. Um, we had really, really wonderful nurses, uh, who mm. were respectful of our wishes and mm. who, and like I said, I had an awesome doctor. Um, I was able to have, um, worship music playing that I, that I wanted. And we were able to keep the lights low. And, and I was able mm. to, at the end of the day, my son, our, our sweet boy came into the world and he was healthy yeah. and I was healthy. And I mean, what more can you really, can you really mm. ask for? Like I, mm. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say I would go back and change anything because he's here and, and it was really cool actually in a lot yeah. of ways.
0: Yeah. And I think that's so important too for moms who are facing an induction to really make their space their own. Like you had your music playing, you were able to have, you know, the lights dimmed, you were able to have people with you who were taking care of you and encouraging you and supporting you. And I think, would you say that that's an important
1: aspect of having an induction? Yes, absolutely. I think that uh, particularly people who are probably watching your YouTube channel are like birth minded and they're excited about, about giving mm. birth. So just, I mean, you're excited about it. And I think that making that space your own and making it, mm. taking it from being a medical procedure, because I mean, birth is not a medical procedure. Mm. It's, it's a very sacred and incredible moment of a family member coming into the world and just yeah. this huge gift. So I think tr- mm. like any way that you can treat it that way, and treat it as the special and beautiful moment that it is, and and take some ownership in that. I would definitely mm. encourage mamas to do that. Like I think that in both of our stories, um, that that has been a huge blessing to mm. us to be able yeah. to really appreciate the moment for what it what it was and make it our own.
0: Yeah, yeah. and I love 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 how you say like just own. Your birth experience, you know, take right. ownership in it because especially in the case of an in, of an induction where you feel like it might not be a situation that you are owning, it's not like you're like most women aren't going into it wanting it to happen. Right. And so finding ways that you can yeah. really implement what you want yeah. and finding ways to own the right. experience, I think m- does make it that sacred and special event like you are talking about. So yeah. I love that you shared that. And so Cute. now fast forward two years. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hi, little guy. He's like, you're talking about me yeah. Like, <laughs> 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 oh, I love it. Um, yeah. So fast forward <laughs> to his birth um, kind of share your experience because it was almost a 180
1: turn to your first
0: experience. Yeah. So why don't you share with us your, at what point in your pregnancy you were starting to really prepare for your birth and then, um, and then at that point where you decided to kind of change your plans a little bit.
1: Yeah. So going into his, um, to my pregnancy with Benjamin, um, -hmm we were kind of expecting to go down the same path, you know, have a hospital birth. I was in my mind thinking a little bit more like, you know, I want, I, I think I'd like to try to do it more natural um, this time, uh, just for the reasons that I had listed. But in, mm. I had this, this idea in my head, I really hadn't gotten any kind of education on childbirth. I hadn't started watching videos. I'd never done a childbirth class or nothing like that. I still kind of had this idea in my head that there are people who do that, and mm. then there are people like me who like maybe could do it, but like I'm not mm. that that strong-minded. I'm not that naturally like you know my yeah. I have my hippie friends, and I'm sorry like to you have to be that mom in order yes. to do that kind of birth. Yes, exactly. Mm. I had this idea in my head that you know we'll see, but I'm not committing to it. I don't know if I if I really could do that. That was my mm. my mindset on it, um, and our our pregnancy was just kind of back and forth. Like I, they told me I had a uh, complete placenta previa and that it oh, really wow. w- likely wouldn't move. Uh, mm. And then within six weeks, it had moved completely away, which was just an answered, just an answered prayer. So we went from wow. thinking like, I, I think that I'm going to have a somewhat natural hospital birth to, okay, you're going to have a scheduled C-section at 37 mm-hmm. weeks to okay never mind like whoa the doctor's like um okay <laughs> you know like that that doesn't really happen so super often that it moves yeah. that quickly it moved like completely away within six weeks which was wow. just crazy so completely um, away from the cervix it had just yeah. come so up. it was it was completely covering my cervix like not a partial oh but a complete previa and then within six weeks like it wasn't even touching it anymore Wow, and I was like, incredible. oh my goodness, just praise the Lord. We, we had been praying and our church family had been praying and it was just, it was definitely a, an answered prayer for us mm. just because I was, I, I loved, I do love birth. Like I love, I've always been super interested in, and and mm. a C-section is absolutely mm. just as one, like a, a birth. Absolutely. Yeah. But I was, you know, it was something I was nervous about and it wasn't like my plan, you know, so I was mm. disappointed. Um, so for that to not be an issue anymore was really awesome. Um, so we got to, I think my 34th week in my pregnancy and I went to my regular OB visit. Um, and they were telling me just about some of the hospital procedures that were changing, um, Mm -hmm. due to Mm COVID-19. So they told us like, um, that there would only be one person allowed to come with me. Um, And that was kind of sad because my mother-in-law and my mom and my sister-in-law and best friend had been with me for Asher's birth. Um, And then also that if like, if the person, like if my husband, Zach, had any symptoms, if he had like a fever, if he had a cough, if he had anything, um, he would not be allowed to come with me. Um, And that we would both have to wear masks the whole time. If he came, he wouldn't be allowed to leave at all or he wouldn't be able to come back. Um, mm-hmm. And then I asked, I was like, okay, so what happens if, what happens if I have symptoms that say, you know, I have a cough or a fever and, yeah. you know, any of those symptoms. And they said that they would take the baby away and isolate him from me until they could get a test, a negative or positive test, you know, mm-hmm. and that's a lot of what ifs, you know, of course, yeah. and none, none of that had been happening yet, but I was just, it made me so Anxious. Like, I did not mm. have peace at all mm. anymore. And I went home and I told my husband and I told my mom, and I cried. And, and even my husband, who's just really out of the two of us, I'm definitely the more emotional one. And he's definitely <laughs> more kind of like the level headed, uh, steady <laughs> part. Um, and he was taken back by it, even. Mm. Um, and it was weird because I had never talked to my mom or my mother in law about home birth or any of that. And both Mm -hmm. of them were like, have you considered, like, have you looked into home birth? And I was like, um, no, (laughs) no, I haven't. (laughs) Um, so I kind of threw it out there on my Facebook page and really in my mind did not really think that it would be something that I would really truly (laughs) consider just because I I wasn't educated on it and I I didn't know if it was safe. I didn't think that it was safe. Um, so I was like, I don't want to make an emotional decision because I'm scared of one thing and do something else. That's not, that's not mm. going to be good. I'm um, uh, so I, I just put out there: Is there anybody in our area who's had a home birth? Did you have a midwife come to you or, or what? Because we live in a in a small area, um, in a small county, so there are no midwives in our county. Um, okay, we only have we have two hospitals, but only one of them takes labor and delivery patients. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, I, I mean, what are even are my options? Yeah. And so that day, I mean, several people, um, contacted me all with the same, uh, midwife place, this, um, mm-hmm. Lakeland midwifery care. And they were all like, we had this wonderful experience with these midwives. Like they come to your home and blah, 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 blah. blah. So I was like, oh okay. Like, okay. So <laughs> I was like, well, let me just find out about this. Let me research this. Some. So I called and I told them, I was like, I'm 34 weeks. And at the very end of my pregnancy, um, I don't know what it would take to transfer. I don't know if you take transfers this late. And I don't even know if this is something I'm even comfortable doing. Mm-hmm. But um, so I like made a list of all of the really hard questions. Like what happens mm-hmm. if this happens? What happens if this happens? What happens if this happens? You know, yeah. what are... What would you do? And yeah, they really the had that you yes. wouldn't
0: necessarily have in a hospital setting,
1: where you knew you're going to get all of that right. care. Yeah, right. Like, what happens if there's a complication? What happens mm-hmm. if the baby has a complication? What about me? What's your plan? Like, yeah. and I was just just amazed and shocked that they had. Like, it it, it really is very safe, and mm. they have basically a, a small hospital with them when they come. You know. Yeah. Um, they just have, and they have a plan and they, ha- their transfer doctor, like in the very rare case that something were to go wrong, yeah. um, actually was my, my doctor um, who wow. had worked with them before. It was just like all of wow. these, all of these things that um, just kind of falling into place. And I really felt like wow, like this is, it just felt right. And it felt like a gift to me from God that Mm -hmm. he would just kind of show me and like reassure me that it was going to, it was okay. Mm -hmm. Um, so I was like, okay, I think it was a Friday when I talked to them on the phone and, um, I was like, okay, well, if I want to do this, how long do I have to like talk it over with my husband and make a decision before I need to, transfer. And they said, we only have very few spots left um, because mm-hmm. there are a lot of people because of this virus yeah. transferring. And we want to be mm-hmm. able to give this care to each of our moms, you know, so mm-hmm. we would need you to tell us by Tuesday if you want to switch or not. So my husband gets home and I was like, okay, so I did not think he was going to go for it really. Um, just because I, I he. I don't know. I just didn't think so. And I, he got <laughs> home. I told him all of – I'm kind of a researcher, so I, like, listed all of the things, like, pros, cons. This is all of the things. Yeah. This is all the safety measures that they have in place. Like, what do you think? And he was just so, like, we should do it. Like, hmm. we should do it. I have a piece about it. I do not have a piece about being in the hmm. hospital. And I just 100% feel confident that we should do this. And I was hmm. like <laughs> – oh, um, I didn't expect you to say that. <laughs> like, oh my yeah. goodness. Okay, so this just got really real. Um, yeah. So I, you know, and that got back to what I really had to take into consideration was, okay, I have this whole time felt like there's this type of mom who can have a natural mm-hmm. birth and mm-hmm. I don't know if that's me. And I kind of mm-hmm. had to confront that, that fear of not being able to handle this pain. Um, mm-hmm. And one of my very good friends. Um, her mom is a retired doula. And so I was able to call her and she just gave me so much reassurance, like just things that you have said that our bodies are built to do this. Mm. Um, and she agreed that she would come and kind of do like a little childbirth class and then come and mm. be with me during the birth, um, and which just gave me a lot of confidence. And I just started reading things and, and just the next morning, like I called Saturday morning. It didn't take me till Tuesday. I called and I left a yeah. message. was like, okay, I want a spot. Like don't give my spot yeah. away. I want to do this. Um, so that's 34 weeks. So I had not a whole super long time to prepare. I know like a lot of people who do home births and who have midwives, one of their favorite things about it is that personalized mm-hmm. care that they have with their midwife and this, like this relationship that they have. Um, and I, I was, I was kind of disappointed that I hadn't, had the time to build that. So I was like, we got to get to work on building that relationship because I want that, you know? Um, so I did the logical thing and took to YouTube. I was like, okay, (laughs) somebody tell me what I got to do here. And that's when I found you. And I mean, I had, had no, um, no childbirth education, no, Mm. like even before Asher or after I didn't have any real. like, nobody talked talk to me through the stages of labor and what was mm. happening and why my body would feel this way or that way or ways to cope with things. So I, like, binge-watched all of your videos. <laughs> I was watching all of the um, – just the different stages of labor and the, the breathing, which all helped a lot. Um, mm. And I had a friend who had had a home birth. Um, who I was able to call and listen to her experience, which is just so powerful and encouraging, like Mm. maybe more than anything, hearing somebody else like tell you that they did this and that you can do this. Um, And one of the things that she told me, um, because I said, okay, what what do I need to read? What do I need to watch? What do I need to, how do I prepare for this? And Mm. she said, I felt exactly like you did. And that's all great. You know, you can do that. You can read, you can educate yourself. All of that's wonderful. Mm -hmm. But just know that you don't need to come at it from a place of fear. Like someone needs to tell you how to do Mm -hmm. this because you were born, you were built and born to do this and you can do this. Your body already knows what to do. If you were to never pick up another book, never to watch another YouTube video, never to, you know, your body knows what to do and you can do it. And I was like, okay, <laughs> you know, and, and then I had another friend who had a, had a, um, birth center birth and she was telling me the same thing. She sent me a lot of like really beautiful birth affirmations that I mm. later printed out and was able to put all over my walls and, and things for, for labor. Um, just, just this, these encouraging things, um, that your body is capable of this and you know what to do, even though you don't think you know what mm. to do, you do know what to do. Yeah. So, we just started preparing. I started getting all of my supplies together and stuff, things that you don't yeah. think about when you're having like a <laughs> hospital birth, you know, yeah. getting all of that together. So we did that, and we um, we had our, our midwife visits. I had to travel about an hour and a half away for my midwife visits. Okay. Um, and my midwife, uh, they did one home visit. They came. To, uh, there was three of them, and one of them, her name was Amanda, came, and did our home visit, and Mm. she spent, I think, quite a few hours here with us just talking through all of my fears and all of just some of the trauma that I had carried on my shoulders Mm. from our our postpartum experience with Asher, and I cried talking to her because she was just Mm. so encouraging uh, that you're not going to give birth and then we say, see you later. Like, with us, you get this team of people to come around you and support you you afterwards and Mm. it was like oh you know and I I sat there with my husband and I cried and I was just like you know I I'm in so many ways thankful that I am pregnant and giving birth during this pandemic because I probably Mm. never would have sought this out but Mm. it's what I needed you know, after having wow. such a hard experience with our first son, like I was anxious. I was anxious mm. going into it that the same thing was gonna happen, that I wasn't mm. gonna know what to do and there wasn't gonna be anybody there to support me. Um mm. and that would that would have been the case, you know? Um mm. and so having that reassurance was just such such a blessing. To yeah, me.
0: that's so beautiful and that's so helpful for any mom who's yes approaching Labor and then that postpartum period to know that she's going to have support after that. Yeah. So all of that happened around thirty-four ish weeks. Yes. Then
1: how far along were you when you uh, went into labor? So I was three days past my due date, which I swore I was going to go early because he was super low (laughs) and it was my second baby, and I was walking and drinking all the teas and doing all the things. And I was getting like discouraged. I was like, Oh, I want to have this baby. Um, But yeah. I knew like my body would do it in its time, mm. um, so I I went to my appointment the the day before I had w- ended up going into labor, um, and I had a a membrane sweep. A membrane um, sweep, yeah, yeah. It wasn't. She said that I was like fifty or sixty percent effaced, and that um, mm. I was not even two centimeters dilated. So she wasn't able to do like a super super sweep or whatever. Um, yeah. so, But she did a little sweep, and so. Um, I went home that night, uh, and it was actually—it's just so funny, like, the little details that you see looking back on it that you didn't know were happening as they were happening, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. um, that I just really feel like are just gifts from God to me. I really felt like He was he was blessing me through them. Like, um, we went to bed that night. My son Asher, he sleeps in his own room. It's been months, months since he woke up in the middle of the night and came into our bed. Like it's been forever. And that night, he woke up. My husband went and got him and brought him into our bed. Just weird. It just doesn't happen, you know. Mm. And I woke up at like three forty-five in the morning. I just felt kind of strange. Um, and I had to pee like always. Um, and I saw Asher, and I was like. Okay, you know, I had been snuggling with him and I was like, I'm gonna go put him in his bed, which I also never do. Like when I'm, when he, when he used to come in with us, I would never just go put him back in his bed in the middle of the night. But I did, I picked him up and I went and put him back in his bed and he didn't wake up. He just went right to sleep. Just, just Mm -hmm. strange things like that. But I feel like looking back on it, it was a really sweet little blessing like that last night when he was our only baby, you know, yeah. to be able to be in bed and snuggle with us, which was yeah, just really so sweet. Yes. Um, so I I went and put him in bed, and then I went to the bathroom, and I saw the rest of my mucus plug fall out. Mm-hmm. I had been losing little pieces of it for the weeks ahead. Um, mm-hmm. But I saw that, and I was like, okay. Um, and then I felt like this sensation and I and remember I had been um induced so I didn't know what early labor felt yeah. like like my yes. first m- contractions were like "Ooh, take your breath away contractions with yeah. Asher yeah so I just felt like I was like okay I think that might have been a contraction um, so I was like I'm just gonna lay down uh. and I um I did my little contraction timer and like 13 minutes later another one happened. Hmm. And then I was like, okay. And then like six minutes later and then five minutes later, like it jumped to that very, very quickly. And I was like, um, I don't think that maybe this is just in my head because I don't think it happens this quickly. I don't think that it's, (laughs) (laughs) and and they weren't, they weren't unbearable. Like they, they, I had to take pause and like, I could definitely tell that they were happening,
0: but Mm -hmm. it wasn't,
1: it wasn't super painful or anything like that. So I called my yeah. midwife and I was like, you know, so this is what's happening. I know y'all are an hour away and you told me to let you know right away. Um,
0: yeah.
1: But I, I don't want y'all to come if nothing is really happening. Um, yeah. and she's like, okay, well, why don't you go ahead and take a shower and um, call me back in uh, mm-hmm. like 45 minutes. So I got in the shower and things started getting a lot more intense pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. Um, Just that, like, I was having to really breathe through them and, like, focus on my breathing. And I was like, okay, these are are contractions. Like, I'm sure that this is a contraction. Um, Oh, and before I got in the shower, I had called my mom and my mother-in-law. I was like, you know, things might be happening. (laughs) Um, And that was, I think, at, like, 4.45 or so. My first contraction was at, like, 4. I was like, you know, I'm going to take a shower. You... Guys, do what you want. I don't think you need to rush on or anything like that. Yeah. So I get out of the shower and I was like, okay, no, these are contractions. (laughs) These are definitely (laughs) contractions. And now they feel like they're much closer together than five minutes apart already. But I had stopped timing them. Um, So I called my midwife and I was like, yeah, I think these are contractions. And then I was like, okay, can you hold on a minute? Because I couldn't talk through the next one to to tell her. I was like, Can you hold on a minute? And so I think you know her with all of her experience. She's like, Yeah, okay, oh, it's time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then while I was talking to her, I think it was two or three minutes later that another one came. She's like, mm. Okay, I'm going to send. I'm going to send Amanda, who happened to be the one who was here for my home birth or my okay. home visit. So that yeah. was just really special too. Aww. Um, And so the other two midwives were at other births during that time, which just never, they're like, this never happens that this, that we're all here and there. Must have been Um, a full moon or something. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Something was going on. Um, So I woke up my husband and I was like, yeah, I'm definitely in labor. Um, So let's start getting things ready. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I, in my mind, I had gotten like our supplies was in boxes and baskets and just, I had things tucked away and I thought, well, when I go into labor, I'm going to have hours of yeah. time to just kind of put, like, get my stuff together. Everything I had my, and, yeah. yeah. I was just like, it's no big deal. Uh, um, I'm, I'm glad that I had already taped up my affirmations on the wall and stuff and like yeah. our Bible verses that we had. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that they were already out because that would not have happened. Um, <laughs> I, and he was kind of asking me, okay, where does this go? Where does this go? And he was blowing up the, the tub for me. Mm-hmm. And um it got to the point where I stopped really being able to instruct him. And I was mm-hmm. like, hey, you, re- you really need to call our moms back. I told them they could take their time, but I don't think that they can take their time. And yeah. it went from like, I wanted to I wanted to turn, I had a birth playlist with all my worship songs that I wanted to turn on. And <laughs> I wanted to put my little diffuser yeah. on and things like that. Yeah, um, And I just kind of gave up on on all of that. Someone eventually turned my music on and stuff like that, but I stopped yeah. tr- like being in, okay, you do this and you do this mode. Yeah. And I just had to go into this like labor land space, yeah. Yeah. Um, which I had heard people talk about, but had had not experienced like this before. Um, mm. So I was in my living room and I had my birthing ball and I was kind of bouncing on it. And then I got on my knees and um, was uh, like leaning up over the ball and, mm-hmm. um, and that was really helpful. And I had some, I had, all of my labor was mostly in my back. Um, mm-hmm. So my mother-in-law got there and my mom got there and they were putting the counter pressure on my back for me.
0: Um, mm-hmm. And then my husband
1: was doing that for me too. And then my doula got there and it was just so funny. I can remember she came in, she's just this very sweet woman. And she just, I, the, just such an essential part of my birth team, I'm so thankful that she was there because she just, she brought all this experience with her, but she also just brought this like just gracious, like kind of peace. Like she just Mm. was very reassuring to me. So she came Mm. in, she sat on my couch, she grabbed my hand, she's like, how are you doing? Um, Uh. And I was like, "Ah," I just kind of started crying, not because it was too much or because it, it was I just remember saying I'm scared because I feel like this is happening and I'm fine right now. But in my mind, I have six more hours to go of Mm. this. And I was doing labor math, as they called it. Like I was like, okay, how long can I do this for? And, you know, is Mm -hmm. it how much worse is it going to get, you know, before (laughs) before this or that? And so in my mind, I was like, I don't know how much more I can do. And so I'm scared. Um, Mm. And she told me later. She's like, I wanted to tell you that I was pretty sure you were in transition then, yeah. Um, but I didn't <laughs> want to say that without your midwife being there, or yeah. scaring you, or you know, her checking and making sure that that was true. Yeah. But yeah. by the way you were acting, I was pretty sure that you were in transition. Um, yeah. And so she she stopped and she prayed with with us. We all prayed, um, and I just kind of that helped me a lot. It just kind of centered me. Mm-hmm. Um and then I remember the same thing that happened with Asher. Um, I had to use the restroom a lot like through labor I felt like I had to mm-hmm. I had to poop and on and I really felt like I had to pee and I wasn 't able to pee, which was really weird. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess he must have been sitting on it some way that made me feel yeah. like I had to pee and i didn't um, but I remember looking at my husband at one point and that same labor math thing going on it was never to where I felt like i can't do this. But I was mm-hmm. like, how long can I do this? Like, is, yeah. is this going to be okay? Can I do this? Like, tell mm-hmm. me I can do this, you know? Um, yeah. And he's like, you're going to have to do this. <laughs> yes, you can do this. Yeah. Um, so I was just kind of laboring on my ball and I was leaning over it and just having to breathe through the contractions. Um, and my midwife got there and she was hearing the way I was breathing and, and things like that. And I stood up and I was like, I think I have to go to the bathroom again. And I um, was holding on to the wall and I looked at her, you know, this had, it had not been very long since I first started having contractions. And I was like, I think that he's coming. Yeah. Is is that crazy? Like, I just, I feel like he's coming. And she's like, no, I think he's coming too. I should probably check you, like, because of the way that I was acting. And it was just really cool the way that, you know, she was able to do the Doppler and check, like, in whatever position I was in. Like, I didn't have Mm. to do anything special, you know? Yeah. Um, So she was checking that, and then she had me lay down to check my cervix. And she's like, okay, well, you have about this much left on (laughs) one side, and then you are completely dilated. And it had not been long at all. Mm. So I was like, okay, I want to get in the pool Um, so I got into the pool that was in our kitchen, um, and I was on my hands and knees and it was, it was special. My husband and I are both, uh, we lead worship. Um, and so I had my worship music playing in the background and it was fun to how, um, like in between contractions, I was just in this space, like my eyes were closed and I was not. Like nothing around me seemed real, but I could hear like these little bits of these songs mm-hmm. that I had purposefully put on to this playlist for myself, um, and it was like just that little bit of hope and that little bit of strength, that just reminders of truth that I needed in those moments. And I remember like just holding on to those through the mm-hmm. next contraction and holding on yeah. to that through the next contraction. It was just really mm-hmm. special and and precious and and. It was wonderful, and my son mm. was still sleeping through all, all of this. <laughs> wow, um, which was also crazy, you know. <laughs> yeah. um, so I'm, I, I got into the tub and I was on my hands and my knees, um, and I was just kind of having these contractions, and then all of a sudden I was like, "Um, okay, I'm pushing. Is it okay that I'm pushing? You know, because mm-hmm. with Asher, they had coached me and they like, told me everything I had to do, and I wasn't really yeah. aware of what was happening so mm-hmm. much. Um, but with this, I just, I felt I could feel everything. And I felt yeah. like in a, in a way, not in control, like my body was just doing it, but in mm. in a way, very much in control, like that it was, it wasn't happening to me. Like I was actively yeah. a part of it, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and my midwife was just like your body is very very smart like you push when you need to push and at first like my first thought was like what you're not going to tell me what to do like for Mm -hmm. a split second I was like had this fear and then it just kind of went away because she was right like and it was just very obvious that she was right my body did know what to do like I was I was thinking about the um are thinking about now. I don't know if in that moment I was thinking about it, but the um, affirmations that I had—that my body is fearfully and wonderfully made, and um, and built to give birth, and mm-hmm. just that I'm capable of these things. Um, yeah. So I was I was having the contractions, and I was kind of pushing through them. It was really interesting, um, just that pushing made a lot of the pain go away for me. I don't yeah. know. What that's about, but I like I just needed to. I just had to mm-hmm. push. And yeah, at that point, it's very relieving. <laughs> yes, yes, it was so relieving. Uh, which is funny. You don't think it's going to be like that. You like that was the yeah. part I was fearful of, but it was not mm-hmm. anything to be afraid of. Yeah. um So at that point, my son ended up waking up, and he uh, came out, and he <laughs> they put him in his little high chair, and gave him a popsicle, <laughs> and. Um, <laughs> This is what they tell me. I was in my own little world. I was not yeah. aware of everything around me. <laughs> but um, I guess he kind of looked over at me like a little bit concerned because at this point I was kind of roaring, you know, through the yeah. contractions. And it's funny because just the first the couple months bef- leading up to that, um, he had just become obsessed with dinosaurs. <laughs> um <laughs> And so he runs around, like, pretending to be a dinosaur and roaring. Like, he even does the stomps and, like, scans the That's room. Great. Like, he is so a very cute. believable dinosaur. <laughs> and so my mother-in-law was just, like, she noticed him getting a little bit concerned. And she was like, oh, don't worry, Mom. Mom is just being a dinosaur. Mom is just That's being great. a dinosaur. <laughs> and he was like, oh, okay, roar. Mom a dinosaur. <laughs> so that so was just cute. really, really great. I love that. I love it. Mm. Um, I love that he was able to be a part of his baby brother's birth in that way. Yeah, you know, it's just really yeah. fun and special. Um, so how so long was the pushing stage for you then? Only, I think they said 20 or 30 minutes. Wow. Um, yeah. So I, I had watched a video, and I don't know if subconsciously it kind of stuck with me um, or not. But there was a woman who, had, who was telling her birth story about how she had a water birth. And how mm. she was like had reached inside of herself and like had felt her baby's head coming down with each contraction. Mm. And so that ju- I, I don't know if I was thinking about that or if my body was just or, or what. But I was on my yeah. hands and my knees and I was just very like very inside of myself watching the video yeah. later. My, my mother-in-law had taken a video and my mom did. Um, and I was like, was it really that bright in the room? they're like, yeah. I was like, I do not remember it that way. Like in my mind's eye, it was dark in there. Like it was dim. Interesting. Wow. And I I don't know if that's just because my eyes were closed or if I was just so very much like I can, I just have a picture in my mind of like the water and like it being dim. And like I could, Mm. I I had my hand and I was feeling, my midwife said, you know, if you reach up a little bit, that's his head. I was Mm. like, that's his head. And it's kind of funny. It's just silly. I was like, I thought it was going to be harder than that. Like it just felt really squishy <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Yeah. And so, um, I was just I was on my hands and my knees, and then I had my hands draped over the edge of the tub, um, mm-hmm. and I was um, I I was pushing, and I could feel his head just kind of go from where I could just feel it to where yeah. it was touching my hand to where it was like completely touching my hand. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just, just really special just to think about like the affirmation you hear each contraction brings me closer yeah. to wow. a, this blessing and this answer prayer. And I really got to very tangibly experience that like mm-hmm. each contraction, I could feel him coming closer to meeting us, yeah. um, right. which was just so special. And then, um, so he got to be crowning and then his head came out and they're like, okay, if you push one more time, he's coming. And so I push and I don't know what came over me. I was not planning on this. Um, like I did not plan on catching my baby, but I just like swooped him up out of the water and put him on my <laughs> own chest. I was like, I don't Aww. want him to be underwater. I don't know what was. Yeah. I, so that was really special being the one mm. to be able to, to catch him. Yeah, that's and bring so beautiful. him up that's amazing yeah. so and that's I just incredible yeah so my husband and I were just there and we were just crying and I was like he's here and I did it <laughs> I can't
0: believe yeah. I just did that I know yeah it's a it huge accomplishment yes. so from start to finish how long was your labor then at
1: home three and a half hours yeah so which was really just, quick <laughs> yes it was really, really I'm sorry my headphones are doing weird things um yeah it was really really fast and um which was also an answered prayer. I had like a list Mm -hmm. of things that I was, you know, knowing that they're not that they would necessarily happen or, or whatever, but I was praying, you know, just for certain things that I wanted. And I had prayed for like a timely and, and kind of swift labor. So that happened. Another thing that was really special is on my playlist. um, There was a song um, it's called the blessing and hmm. it's it talks about, um, may his favor be upon you in a thousand generations and your family hmm. and your children and their children and their children. And I had just, but that song's just so special to me. And in that moment, hmm. I had been praying, like, you know, it would be really cool if that song was the song that was on when he was born. And it was yeah. it was, it just happened wow. to be the song that was playing when he came out. And it's just That's another, incredible. like, little little God gift. I just really feel just so thankful and blessed. Like the whole experience that went from something I was so afraid of, Mm. you know, and, and fearful of being fearful of the virus and being fearful of Mm. all these different things and being fearful of not being able to handle pain or Mm. being fearful of things going wrong just turned into this really special and beautiful, uh, time. And it was just such, such a, such a huge blessing, um, and then mm. Asher got to be right there and come right up and meet his brother. Yeah. And it was just Aww. so special that, like, we became a family of four in our home with our family, like, yeah. with people that we knew and that we loved. And it was just, it was absolutely incredible. Like, not mm. only was it bearable, it was incredible. Like, it was just yeah. one of. Wow one of the most special days of my life and never was there a moment like there, there were moments where it was extremely intense and there were moments mm. where like, you could even say that, yes, of course it's, it was painful, mm. but it was never, it never felt to me like, I'm going to die. I can't do this. Yeah. Like I never yeah. felt that way. I yeah. felt for the moment capable, like I had the strength to do that moment. Yeah. And it was just that That's one amazing. contraction at a time, one moment at a yeah. time. Um, And I think that that's such
0: a huge thing for moms going through labor is, you know, don't look too far in the future because that is going to overwhelm you. Just take it one surge at a time, one breath at a time. Yes. And, you know, each contraction does bring you closer to meeting your baby. And so I think that's so awesome that you said that. If there is one thing that you could share with moms who are experiencing birth right now, who are maybe having to change plans and feeling a little bit uncertain or facing the unknown right now, um, what advice or encouragement would you give them?
1: Um, so, you know, for me as a Christian, my uh, first thing that comes to mind is just that, you know, we're not in control of things, God is in control of of things and we can trust him and he's sovereign and he um and he's a he's a good god and he loves us um, that doesn't mm-hmm. mean we all things always go as planned you know of course but they go as planned to the ultimate plan you know which i think mm-hmm. is is for our good and his glory you know um so mm-hmm. on top of that i would say to trust in the fact that your body was built for this and kind of echo the words of my friend who said that You know, don't think that someone needs to teach you how to do this. Your body already knows and is already capable. Um, So, and, and all of those things to, to take it just that one breath at a time and to really kind of try to soak in that experience. Um, I wouldn't have believed had I not experienced it, that like that pain or that intensity or that Mm. time could be such an incredible memory that. Like I, I don't look back on it like, oh, that was horrible. Like yeah. I look back on it like, wow, that was incredible. Like there was mm-hmm. so much strength in that moment, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was and that was a blessing. Like that that pain, that contraction, that surge, whatever you want to call it, was a blessing that brought my son to me, yeah. you know? And yeah. I it was just it's wonderful. And you know, whatever way you bring your baby into the world, whatever type of labor, whatever type of delivery you have, um, the end goal is the baby, you know, and the mama, you know, they say a mama is born every time a baby is, is born, you know, and that's absolutely true and you can do it. You absolutely can do it. I just, Mm -hmm. I look back on it feeling like so much stronger and more empowered Mm -hmm. of a woman. And I think that that is something that I can, that I have been able to carry into this, this, second stage of my journey of motherhood with mm-hmm. a second child, you know, it comes with new challenges, having two babies and, you yeah. know, having to give more of yourself. Like I think that those moments in birth kind of prove to yourself in a lot of ways, you're, you're stronger than you think yes. you are, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm excited yeah. for all of the mamas out there who are going yeah. to be doing that. You, it's going to be awesome. Like just get excited yeah. about it. Don't, don't let yourself sit in fear and worry. Yeah. Well, I love it.
0: And I think those are wise words. And just like you said, at, you know, earlier in this is, you know, hearing real life stories of women who have gone through this um, and who have done it in such an empowering and confident way, even when they didn't know if they could do it to begin with. You know, right. hearing those real life stories is going to be so powerful and transformative. And so yes. again, thank you for sharing your
1: story with us.
0: Yeah. Thank and you so much
1: for having me. It's been such a cool thing to go from watching you on TV <laughs> to talking to you. I just I hope that my story can encourage people like the bird stories I was able to watch before having him encourage oh, I too. know.
0: I know that it will encourage so many mamas. It's encouraged me. And I hope you enjoy this newborn stage with your little one and your firstborn as well. And
1: again, thank you for
0: taking the time out of a busy day with two kids to share with us. So have an amazing rest of the day. I hope you have an incredible next few months of this postpartum period just enjoying the newness of, an, of yeah. another little baby <laughs> yes
1: thank you so much we'll keep looking out for you and all the stuff you're doing you're you definitely make an impact so i hope you Aww, know that thank you oh yeah.
0: thank you so much we'll have a fabulous rest of the day jerry ann
1: you too catch you later <laughs> bye bye
0: Mama, didn't you just love Jerry anns birth stories? She spoke so confidently about the truth that her body is built to birth. And Mama, yours is too. If you need some positive reminders of that, you can download my built-to-birth affirmation meditations that guide you through a relaxing, positive, and empowering pregnancy, birth, and postpartum experience. No matter where you give birth, your experience can be a beautiful one when you can trust yourself, the process, and your baby. Sometimes to trust in it, you do need a little bit more information and education. education. And since education is empowerment, don't forget to hop on the Built to Birth online course to help you have an empowered, happier, healthier, and easier birth. So thanks for being with me in this one, and I'll see you in the next one. Bye, mamas.